0: Pivot, it's perhaps the most popular word in the business sector these days as entrepreneurs look for ways for their businesses to cope or even thrive amid the pandemic. Carolyn Asuncion of Selka Coffee Co. will speak about her successful pivot to e-commerce and her passion for coffee on the next episode of Root Awakening. Good morning, Brewsters. I'm Mix Bustos, and this is Brood Awakening. in the Philippines once again limited people are getting more accustomed to buying stuff they need or want online and in fact many experts see that e-commerce as the only way for businesses to thrive in this pandemic let's speak now to a top-notch entrepreneur who is adept at adapting Carolina Sunshon founder of Silk Coffee Co. Carolyn thank you so much happy Monday and welcome to Break Awakening Hi happy
1: Monday. Thank you for All right. having me
0: Well, as I as I mentioned to our Brewsters this morning, uh, with limited movement, today is the first day of the enhanced community quarantine. Again, so I hope everybody's safe and everybody is, uh, you know, safe and well, and of course, free from COVID nineteen. Carolyn, thank you so much for joining us here this morning, Carolyn. But first, before we start, I would just like to tell our Brewsters: for the most active commenter, you get to win a two hundred pesos voucher from kickstart coffee so start commenting away start liking away in this webcast all right so carolyn um i know you have much to talk about uh, when it comes to you when it comes to the business when it comes to e-commerce but first can you tell us more about your family's deep involvement in the philippine coffee industry
1: yeah sure thanks faith um so it actually dates all the way back to the 50s when my lolo started planting coffee in Silang, Cavite. Um, both of my parents are from Silang and he was actually the owner of the rural bank of Silang and was issuing a lot of agricultural loans for farmers to plant coffee in Cavite. So Cavite back in the day had really had a lot, a lot of coffee. It was all farmland there and no, um, you know, not, not as we know it today. Um, But more formally, uh, my parents actually got started in the 70s, they were coffee traders and exporting coffee to the US, which is actually why I grew up there, um, and selling to various different roasters um, abroad. And then we got into coffee roasting. So for those of you who like to drink coffee, roasting is the next step after farming. in 1996 under uh, Jamaica Coffee at the time. It, was, it stood for Jackie, Michael, and Carolyn, which is me and my, my two siblings. Um, so coffee roasting then, uh, mostly supplying hotels, restaurants, coffee shops. And then um, moving on to my generation, when my brother came home in 2009, um, he took over, um, well, it was there was transition period, um, but he renamed it to Silca Coffee which stands for Silang Kalide, um mm. in 2010. And I came back from the States. Um, I was working in tech in San Francisco. I came back in late 2013. So um, very, very deep roots in coffee. We love coffee and uh, mm. yeah.
0: yeah. So Carolyn, basically interesting story uh, from the roots now to what's happening currently. Um, can you tell us more about the vision when Mike and then you returned from San Francisco uh, a few years back and focused on silka coffee what was the vision of your generation when you guys took over this
1: sure i think um you know when my dad started the roaster in 96 uh there really wasn't a lot he did it out of necessity because there wasn't freshly roasted coffee available we were still heavily reliant on imports and i think when my brother and i came into the picture um we took that vision a step further that not just hotels, restaurants, and coffee shops can have freshly roasted coffee, but we started brands, so Kickstart was the first brand, because we want every Filipino to have freshly roasted coffee in their home. We want to make brewed coffee accessible to everyone, and um, it's not just something fancy that uh, people consume, but it really is a healthy, all-natural drink, and that's the message and vision that we want to promote that we can have a really high-quality product produced locally for all Filipinos.
0: Mm-hmm. Carolyn, now personally, how was that shift for you? Personal shift you mentioned. How many years did you work in San Francisco, if you don't mind me asking?
1: Um, I was in SF for three and LA for
0: two. Mm-hmm. So around five years working in the States and then you came back to the Philippines. How was that adjustment for you personally?
1: Uh, challenging. <laughs> um, no, I actually uh I came back under uh maybe not the greatest circumstances. Our dad had cancer. So uh it was a very abrupt move and um, you know, like you know, any anyone would, would come home for that. So um the transition period was tough, but all in all, I'm really happy to be here. There's really nothing like being close to your family um and, and having them around. So
0: all right. So, yeah, just like the shift, uh, as, as we mentioned, 2020 has really undergone, I don't know, a major shift shift, or maybe a shift that has long been long overdue. And of course, that's e-commerce. Everything was done online. Right. So can it tell us more about the business when it, you know, it, it, it really, you know, made that full pivot to going online or at least not full pivot, but maybe most of it, you know, going online.
1: Yeah. So uh, our brands, Kickstart and Silk Cafe are sold in all major supermarkets. It's very traditional business. It's, you know, retail and um, buying food online prior to 2020 was like, um, this was kind of on our roadmap, maybe like in five years time. So, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, I, um, maybe we'll talk about this a little bit later but i have a brand avriela that makes um i make bags out of our coffee sacks and that actually is sold primarily online so when 2020 happened um let's see march around well there was a lot of wait and see it's hard to believe like this time last year like we can't even have stuff lala moved or or grabbed like there's just zero so maybe around May, June, I started uh, looking into um, entering the online marketplace more and combined with my experience of um, starting my own shop online with Avrila already, I was able to um, make a roadmap and a plan for how we were gonna launch our online stores faster. So um, with that, we set up our Laz mall store and our, in September and our Shopee mall store in October.
0: Mm. So, did you have a good reception with the Philippine market? Um, well, at least, you know, Filipinos are already, were already familiar at least with Lazada and Shopee and all these e commerce sites, right? But generally for the business, um, were people used to like buying coffee online? Per, I mean, perhaps, I mean, with, with regard to the t- traditional, you know, groceries is still open right but how was that like for you guys for for the business on how you saw your market really going online now when you started uh this kind of business uh, in the e-commerce platform
1: yeah i think it was a lot of um i think people given the situation were very receptive to buying online um in terms of how comfortable they were, and you know, some people, it, it did two things for us. It grew our overall market because um, people who normally don't even buy coffee in the supermarket, if there's an easier way to get something, people will will usually do it. So it grew our overall market, and it made things easier for our current customers who uh, maybe couldn't go to the go to the grocery. And yeah. something that was really really important to me um, also. know just based on my experience from living abroad which is a big thing for um, my uh us as a as the next generation running this company is taking our experience from abroad and bringing it here Uh, something that was really important to me was key like that people get their stuff fast and that it's uh the logistics of it all so not just the branding but the entire package that someone ordering online has a good good experience overall and that they would keep doing it
0: all right. So can you tell us more about that um, just for the contrast, right? Of course, when, you, um, when you're in the States or when you're in America, it's such a different culture when it comes to shopping, when it comes to buying stuff. Um, perhaps it's one of the more advanced cultures in terms of that because you can just buy, you can return, etc., with no hassles. Um, what kind of things did you learn that you wanted to adapt wanted to adopt here rather uh here in the philippines
1: um like what kind of things have i learned from this okay so well first is the logistics second is customer service like i really pride ourselves on having good customer service because i think um the philippines uh um is, is lagging a little bit in that regard like it's impossible to return anything like if you buy something and you're not happy it's just too bad um and i didn't want that to be uh to be the way that I run our stores. So we always wanna make sure that they're happy. So what does that look like? It means responding quickly, on time, professionally, addressing their concerns right away. Um, so really customer service is probably one of the biggest, uh, biggest applications from abroad uh, that that uh, I've taken back here.
0: All right, so you've mentioned this earlier. Can you tell us more about Evrile?
1: Sure. So, um, came back, uh, late 2013. Um, and then I was working mostly in product branding and sales in, uh, very different, various different parts of the company. Um, before I decided to try, try a little luck on my own, I've always really liked design. Um, so we have a lot of this excess material, which is the coffee sack. Um, as you could, like the picture in the top left is, um, shows the bags that I make from the coffee sacks. So um, I started this late 2018, and 2019 was such a standout year for us. We've really only been in business for one year. Um, I got invited to Manila Fame, which was a really big milestone. Um, we were invited to have a pop up shop in Rockwell. Um, online sales were good, but of course, you know, 2020 happened, and nobody wants, you know, nobody is really thinking of anything aside from essentials. So, um, I actually took I took a break. I, um, I, and most of 2020 was really uh, we saw a surge in our custom orders, which is actually more environmentally friendly, which is a big advocacy of the brand is to upcycle and to use what we already
0: have and to make it better. So like this is the sample of our nice. product. Mm-hmm. Right. So how is it now? How is it now? Um, did do you see any other changes now in customer be- customer behavior? You mentioned that custom uh, designs were kind of the trend in 2020, but uh, what are your plans for Irvida now?
1: Yeah, actually, so that was like, December 2020 when that started picking up. So I'd say that's still like the current direction that things are headed um, is people are still ordering for for events and for their, for their shops. Um, and customization, I think, will be a very big theme going forward. Mm-hmm.
0: All right. So uh, Carolyn, can you tell us more about uh, maybe the growth of the brand? the growth of the coffee business just from your perspective on what kind of challenges did you guys go through and then how did you how do you always you know keep on being resilient on how you weather these challenges so just maybe from a personal note yeah um,
1: so at least with regard to the, I'll just speak um, with regard to the e-commerce stores so our yeah our marketplaces at Lazmall and Shopee. Um, you sort of asked this earlier, and I, I just didn't mention it, but there is a little bit of a transition period where people still are getting used to to buying online. So um, uh, you really have to practice patience and perseverance. Um, for example, like if someone asks how much, but the price is there, or or these or these kinds of questions. So like this is all very new. So it, it you're almost like a seller and a teacher, um, both for your product. So in our case, coffee. Like we have a lot of uh, a lot. We field a lot of messages. Um, so both for your product and both of the platform that they're using to buy your product. In terms of growth, um, things have been going very well with our marketplace stores and um we're happy with the steady growth that we see there uh in the future i have so many ideas i'm very entrepreneurial it's just a question of prioritizing which one's gonna go are we gonna start a coffee subscription because i have the bread subscription are we gonna start a, a different online store are we gonna start a new brand a new a different type of uh coffee delivery method like um I'm not sure so there are so many different ways and actually I think uh, in the near future we'll we'll turn to our fans we'll turn to our social media fans to ask them what you want what kind of growth you want to see from us so you help us decide
0: Mm -hmm. mm-hmm Carolyn I'm I'm kind of curious you mentioned this earlier correct me if I'm wrong uh, but of course the digital shift that really prompted us to go online but without you know maybe without 2020 this was like a five-year roadmap right but do you think yeah. without the pandemic you, you think you would have fast-tracked uh, your digital efforts you think it was really for five years or maybe just you know a slow pace you know uh, uh, eventually migrating or transitioning to digital
1: uh for our selling well we're very active on social media so um in terms of that and our site like uh, tech has always been a priority um, especially since that's um, sort of my interest and background um, coming in here. I'm always putting a, you know, hey, this is important. Uh, so I think absent of the pandemic, okay, maybe five would be conservative, maybe more aggressively it would have been like a two, maybe two years down the line. So we're not, it's not that much faster, um, but definitely wasn't um, on our to-do list for 2020. So I think it's important Um, That people remain flexible, and I want that to be one of the messages of this talk is, is,
0: uh, you know, be nimble and be quick. All right, so saying good morning to Nina Castillo, and she said, Join me here, coffee lovers Nina, to her friends, Richie, Rosita, Sally, and Catherine. Hello, and good morning to you. So, once again, to our commenters, to our Brewsters this morning, get a chance to win 200 pesos voucher. from Kickstart Coffee. All right. So besides that, Carolyn, besides the business, I know you are. I mean, besides the business, and also you mentioned it really already. Already, you are. You have your own. You have your own personal ventures. Talk about. You know, bread PH. That's that. That's interesting. On how you came up with bread PH.
1: Sure. So bread PH. Um, it's bread PH. Uh, <laughs> started, we just celebrated our one year anniversary last week. And I can't believe uh, that amount of time has passed. But uh, what happened, um, it was born in the lockdown, like the strictest part of the lockdown, uh, when there was zero mobility. And I started a bread, coffee and milk subscription service for um, the immediate areas around where I live. Uh, And it started just with a single a single SKU, just one loaf of bread. And I just put up the site quickly. And I was like, okay, I'll market it and let's see if... Uh... And then I woke up the next day and there were orders and I couldn't believe it. It's There's really nothing more exciting in e-commerce when these orders start coming in, especially when they're not, your, not someone you know. Right. So actually, I uh, I didn't know any of the first customers. So that was that was very, very exciting. So from that single loaf of bread, I added coffee, um, and then I added milk, um, Holly's milk. So we uh, currently have. Well, and then we expanded even into spreads, jams, peanut butter. So our, ma- our mainstays on the site are, uh, bake right bread, silk our products from Silk Coffee, Holly's milk, um, Castellanos jams, and, um, and and peanut butter. So. Uh, the service is, is going well. I've learned a lot from that, and hopefully we can apply it to a bigger audience.
0: Well, we'll talk about your experience with the collaborations. Of course, Holly's Mill, Castillas, Jams, I know these are different businesses you know, that you mesh together with your business and with what you do. Tell us personally about, you know, what you feel or what you've learned or what you look forward to, of course, in collaborations.
1: Yeah, I was, um, you know, it's it's uh, it's always very, very exciting when you're able to help a lot of different people. So Polly's, uh, if we go back one year in time and even maybe to a certain extent now, it's probably not as bad, like uh, someone pulled the plug on restaurants, hotels and everything. And so they, you know, the cows will produce milk no matter what. So they were really having, a. a um, they needed to sell their, their milk, and I was happy to be able to be the one to, to to be there for them to help them sell that. And then the people needed a way to get their milk. So it was a logistical problem, supply chain problem, just uh, oversupply everywhere. and I, I can't even tell you how much uh, it meant to me to be able to help my community and um, keep people employed, because absent of those no sales, then people will lose their jobs. So, um, Yeah, so the amount of connecting people who really need something to people who have it. If you can figure out how to do that online, I think you have a very good business, which is why Red PH continues to thrive to this day.
0: All right, so thank you so much, Carolyn Asuncion, for this great talk, of course, on the business and, of course, your personal experiences when it comes to digital and, of course, e-commerce. But lastly, Carolyn, as we wrap this up, just saying hello. Hello Camille Escudero Thank you so much for joining us here this morning Saibel, good morning Uh, I know you have your love for sports And uh, I know you you join in some men's basketball leagues Of course uh, you were part of the Kickstart Coffee uh, team And and the Pinoy Liga Cup a few years back And you also do ballet So tell us more about your love for sport And I I don't know if you could relate sport Or being an athlete to what you're doing now Go ahead
1: yeah, sure. So I, uh, yes, that's true. I was on a men's basketball team not too long ago. Um, and I really love basketball, uh, and ballet both, and how it relates to business is the skills that you get from playing sports. It's really just going to make you a winner in life overall business, whatever profession you choose, it teaches you discipline, teamwork, uh, Something that you can learn in sports that's super applicable to business is even just doing stuff when you don't want to do it, um, which is incredibly necessary. So um, I know it is Women's Month, uh, but I do want to give a quick shout out to my brother and dad because guy, the men in a woman's life are really important. So they were both very supportive. Um, they're the ones that taught me how to play basketball growing up, and. Um, raised me pretty gender blind that I can do anything. So um, really shout out to um, to the men. And uh, I think we're gonna wrap things up, but I also wanna give a shout out to, my entire e-commerce team is women. I don't know how that happened. Uh, I didn't say men can't apply, but uh, I think women are <laughs> really hard working. And I just wanna say thank you to our team.
0: Alright, so thank you so much, Carolina and Sean, again, for joining us here this morning. Hello again from Camille. Uh, she said that is an amazing and motivating thing to do. Love you, Carol. And of course, persistence and discipline, of course. And that's Carol, of course, from Camille Escudero. So once again, to our Brewsters this morning, thank you so much for uh, joining us here in Good Awakening. And just want to say congratulations to Nina Castillo. Nina Castillo, you win a 200 pesos voucher from kickstart coffee all right so lastly of course in celebration of Women's month carolyn uh maybe you have your final words final message to our audience
1: yeah i just want to say that between sport and what you do uh always just find yourself a good team and if you're interested in online selling just go for it now now is the best time
0: Alright, so there you have it. Carolyn and Sean, thank you so much for joining us here this morning. And once again, the kettle has whistled. I'm Mix Bustos. Thank you so much for joining us here on Brood Awakening. And see you guys in the next episode.